Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Also, the land are there that the laws of the land go against the laws of our kingdom, then we go by the laws of that kingdom and not the kingdom that we're in law. Now, the only, the only difference between us and a regular ambassador is we don't have a diplomatic community. That's the only thing. But other than that, everything else lines up. We're not, we're not supposed to be affected by what goes on in this world. Because our eyes should be on what's going on in the kingdom that God is trying to set up. And once we get that mindset, all this other bull crap that's going on, you know, did he lie, did he not lie? Is he is he a jerk or is he not a jerk? Whatever. Okay, well yeah, yes or no, it don't matter. Because we already know whose kingdom we're working for. And it's not this one. But we keep putting our mouth on the, the, the leader of this world. We're not doing what God has told us to do. He said pray for them. And that's it. We're not supposed to be sounding like the people who get caught up in the crap one on this world. We're not supposed to sound like them. We're not supposed to act like them or not be like them. We're supposed to show respect. We should, we're supposed to show respect. And and no one is, is doing that. I was, listening to Christian, I was listening to the Christian radio station yesterday, and I had to double check. I'm like, this is a Christian radio station, and they're bashing the president? Are you serious right now? Sounding like the world. That is not the way we're supposed to be acting. Pray for him. Make sure that God, you know, what God tells you to pray for in regards to him, pray that. Because the thing is, it's, it's not him. We, we, we already know it's principalities and powers and the spiritual weakness in our places. Those are the things we know we're dealing with. So that's what we should be speaking about, not this other stuff, because we know it's foolishness. But we we have to make sure that our tongue, which is the cause of life and death, would not wag it and put, and put anything out there that can be a detriment and create unbelief and cause the word of God to be of none effect. And I'm not going to mention nothing else about that. But that, that was, that was, that's, that's it, that's all. And it's going back on you. Love you Okay. And with you saying that, that's very true. But then, too, for, you got a lot of peoples where you got a lot of religions 
for where you see them more clearer for what they are. Because in the word it says, if you know better, you do better. And here you are, you're claiming to be one thing, but then you're doing the exact opposite of what you know you're supposed to be doing. For these different groups claiming they have rights, and you know what they're claiming they have rights to do is going totally against God's word and his law. And um, I'm trying to think of what they call them. Some is like a boil. The other one is like, a, you know, a person get a big zit. They just can't go ahead and get out a little bit because the root is still there. So what the doctor has to do is go in and make sure it gets everything out to keep it from coming back. And for right now, with everybody hollering about, well, I got my rights for this, I got my rights for that. But meantime, you also have your mind to go ahead and look towards the truth. If you know the truth, then you'll stop all this other nonsense. But then we can't get caught up in it as it keeps on ballooning. Because as it balloons, then you got the media, they want to put out their version. And you got a lot of people walking around here confused. And like I was saying before we got cut off, you got quite a few people that's in the music business, they have the multiple babies. But then, too, you got to remember, these people got money to take care of all these kids. If you're a person, you ain't got two quarters to rub together, uh, it's going to be a good idea to follow them. It's not going to be a good idea to follow them anyway if you're just trying to do it because they're doing it. So while the devil is sending a whole lot of things out there to get people distracted and off kilter, and going down the wrong off-ramp, it's going to take us to go ahead and try to, you know, talk some sense into them. Because one thing, when you try to talk to somebody, if you haven't experienced it yourself and they come up with a why, you can't give them an answer. You pretty much lost them. Time is criticism. Nope, I'm going to go ahead and finish the reading. But you know what? That goes back to what Sam had said earlier. What we, Sam had read earlier, we, God won't bring someone to you where you've never experienced it or haven't spoken to somebody where you have some kind of knowledge about it. You, you will never cross. I have, and I, and I have yet to cross paths with someone who was seeking information where I couldn't give them at least plant the seed. You might not be able to be specific, but God will give you a revelation to give that person. But again, if you if you are so bogged down with with what everyone else is saying and doing, 
Because the thing is, I'm gonna I mean, I don't know if people are watching you regardless if you know it or not. So if you're looking and sounding like everybody else in panic mode, in anger mode, in whatever mode everybody else is in, and you're not walking in the peace of God, you have already nullified anything you you could have said to that person. Because they're like, well, I just saw you cussing about such and so. So why would I even want to come to you and ask you anything? Because if your God was so great, you wouldn't be sounding like the person that is just being me mad. That's how we're supposed to be keeping ourselves. It's not easy. It's not easy to hold your tongue. It's not easy. I'm, trust and believe. I'm when I when I okay, what I was saying is I already know it's not easy. Because like like Sam always says, we get caught up in the flesh all the time. But the thing is, we have to step out of flesh and know that our testimony, we're walking testimonies. And we have to make sure that as we walk, we walk the fine line, the narrow way. I mean, look at how Christ did it. He saw the foolishness. I gotta doubt. I gotta go before this man to judge me on stuff that I've known since birth. Are you serious right now? I gotta stand here and listen to these these knuckleheads who 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 use my word. I'm the word made flesh, and I gotta listen to them pollute it. Are you serious right now? But in his humbleness, Christ was our example to say, okay, you know what? They're acting the fool, but I got it. I have to do this right here. I have to represent my father, and I have to represent him the right way. No matter how I feel, no matter how stupid everybody looks, no matter how grave the situation looks, I have to rep my father in heaven with all due diligence. So that means I don't say anything that I'm not saying anything. Does that mean I keep my opinion to myself? That means I keep my opinion to myself. And then go to the father with the like, father, you know what? You see this foolishness right here? And he's like, yeah, I see it. I got a fix for it. I see it. It's coming in due time. Just just keep your eyes on it and watch me work. But we have to keep our mouth off of it for him to be able to do his work. We really do. And again, I'm not saying it's easy, but look how Christ did it. He took it back to the Father, and he let his Father take care of it. Okay, and I agree with you on that.
He doesn't want us to get tangled up in all the nonsense that's going on around us. Okay, let me finish the reading. Okay. If you are a worship leader, you may be asking if your mountain is the religion mountain or the celebration mountain. The answer is that it can be both. It is very possible to move across several of these mountains at the same time, particularly if one receives great favor. Worship itself shows up on both of these mountains. That was the case for the Old Testament Israel. Daily, regular worship took place on the mountain of religion, but then there was also the celebration of the feast several times a year, Passover, Pentecost, as well as special occasions dedicatory celebrations, Solomon's Temple. These celebrations were not times of fundamental discipleship regularly occurring in religious life. They were exciting special occasions, good times that people look forward to, yet worshipers were very instrumental in both. In a modern-day church context, mountain religious celebrations would be leading worship in regular church services and mountains of celebration worship would be more like what we do at a large conference gatherings. We have much growing to do with regard to the latter. We have much growing to do with regard to the latter. In the future, we will have celebration conferences where every form of godly creativity will be on display. These events, essentially Christian art festivals, will showcase all the awesome creativity of God through His people. They will not carry the second-rate creativity we've often seen, we've often been known for in the past. They will showcase the best art, the best food, the best entertainment, the best music, the best poetry, and the best new fashions, not just in terms of talent, but also in the bend with Jesus factor. The goal of Christian artists will not be to finally get the world to notice and offer big money to hijack them from off their mission. They will be said to see themselves as kingdom revolutionaries on specific assignment from the king. They will have no compromise in them, and they will only accept exposure that allows them to keep their God assignment intact. These festivals will become massively popular, even for the world, and will serve as a major platform for evangelism, and attention is drawn to superior creativity that comes from the house of the, of the Lord. They will bring great wealth into the house of the Lord, but that can never be the motivating factor. These festivals will be for the purpose of celebrating God and his gifts. Accompanying guidelines will restrict the, the over-commercialization of the event to ensure that Christian art festivals are not done under the tutelage of mammon, we must ensure that they are done under the banner of God as creator. So basically, he's raising his children up to be superior in these things and be put on display, but not under the, under the aspect of money being a motivating factor, but showing their talent and showing God through their talent. So do you think it's wrong for them? Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. Do you think it's wrong for them to, oh, that was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, do you think it's wrong for them to have concerts then and charge, like, large ticket prices to go to a gospel concert? I'm going to say this. Biz, okay, like you said, Earl, business is one aspect, and um, business is one aspect, so the motivating factor is another aspect. See, for one thing, it takes a lot of money to put on those type of things. Ain't none of okay. that stuff cheap. Good job. Good job. <laughs> <Down the back. laughs> 
Oh, Lord, yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> I mean, oh. I'm just saying that from my from my exposure, from being in business, from seeing and doing different, nothing's cheap. You know, even like even with my buildings now, I got guys, they literally come in and helping me. I still got to pay them because they got their bills. You know, even if we go back into when they were building Solomon's Temple, he had to pay them because people, so I, I'm not trying to say don't charge money, you know. Now, did you make a profit? Yeah. But again, that's why I always come back. What is the Lord telling you? If, if, if he tells you to charge such, okay, in other words, if I can charge $25 to make a profit, and say if I say if I charge twenty five dollars and I make a I make a fifteen dollar profit, fine. Okay, and I I got a lot going out. Now, is that gonna hurt my people? You know, all these things need to be considered. Now I'm gonna say this from a businessman point of view. If I'm in a venue and I've got the same product where these other people are charging three hundred dollars and I'm charging twenty five, I would hike my prices up. Why would I do that? One, opportunity. Two, understanding business. Because now I'm in the venue where everybody's charging 303000 I'm charging twenty five. First of all, no, that people, they, knowing how people are and how things, you better hike your prices up. So what I'm trying to say then, Felicia, is it's a lot more than we have a tendency to understand and to see. Is there one said way to do it? No, that's why I always say, what does the Holy Spirit tell you to do? But if God does okay. that stuff away, you get that stuff away too. You know, if God is not, if God tells you to go into this venue and charge three hundred dollars for it, then come into this venue and give it away. That's what you do. Okay. So, so I mean, because it's a lot of stuff that goes on, and you know, these TV programs ain't none of that stuff free. Right. Some of them sell us stuff. Some of them give me a donation. Some of them, if you call in, and we'll get a seat free. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I've learned not to be judgmental because when you get on that other side of the coin, it's a whole lot more that goes on than most people understand. Right. So that's why I say it that way. That makes sense. Because I, the only reason why, and the only, and the only reason why I ask that question is because, like, if it's at a venue, I understand you have to look at the overhead. But then, if you're invited to a church to minister, it's like, and then you charge them what you would charge if you're going to a large venue. It's just like you're, you know. It's like, okay, now, you know, it's like leaning towards that mammoth thing. Like, okay, you just had a concert where you charged $100 a ticket. Mm-hmm. And now this church is requesting you to come in this situation and you want to charge them $10,000. Mm-hmm. It's like, but you know, you know, it's, it's a small, it's a, if one is a church, and two, why would you charge them ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars? You know, they're they're putting you know, it's like it's those kind of things I look at. Right, I'm like, I see what you're saying. It depends on what you know, you gotta look at it from all aspects. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Because I, I, I did, I was, because I, I hear how some ministers even, you know, they're asking for these large amounts of, especially the more popular ones, how they ask for these large amounts of money to come out to speak at the different churches. And if you don't meet that amount, then they don't want to come. And it's just like that. When did the ministry come up for sale? You know what I mean? Like, they're willing to, to fly you out and give you room and board. But now you're asking for more on top of that. And it's just like, I, you know, it just throws me off, I guess. Because I'm like, Man, that's not how it was done in the Bible. So it's just kind of like, when, when did it become this big old money maker? You know, so, okay, that was it. I just, you know, okay, I'm done. Bye. Okay, Sam, I don't know if you're familiar with um, Lauren Hill, but she's an entertainer. And she had realized one day, huh? Okay. And she realized one day when she was for her entourage and everybody that was around her, if she didn't perform, look how many people she was letting down. Now, we're not saying for the parts they played in order to make her look good, but she realized that if she didn't perform, look how many people she letting down. And then also in her area at this time, nobody wanted to hear her say God. Praise God, talk about her faith. And she came to a realization she needed to let this go. So she uh, let go of her entourage. She let go of pretty much everybody. Because when she now she does her concerts, it's just her, a pair of jeans, a shirt, and I even think she let go of shoes and her guitar. So she said that in this one, she can go ahead and talk about God and worship God and don't have to worry about all these other distractions that was around her. Now, one person that came up and has said that she went crazy. I said, no, she didn't go crazy. She just realized. And in the entertainment business, you have a lot of human parasites that's willing to grab on and see what they can get out of it because you're the marketer. The person with the gift, if you don't work your gift right, you're the one that they know is going to be able to bring in money if you allow them to, if they, if you allow them to, for you to misuse your gift. So that's one reason why we have to be around others that's like-minded. So when the Holy Spirit does put things in for us to do with the proceeds, there's no argument. But then it's also generating a light that can let others see 
and to find out more. I'm going on mute. All righty. Okay. Okay. Our prayer strategy involves the discovery and removal of altars of darkness on this mountain. It involves binding the forces that are saturated with Jezebel and loosening the prophetic sources and resources of God. Jezebel bringing seduction and death and the Hivites' representations of perversion and counterfeiting are the enemies. To ascend this mountain in prayer, you must have clean hands in these areas. It cannot be emphasized enough that all strategies must begin in heaven. Jesus did only what he saw the Father doing. Our brain can come up with logical strategies, but we must have the mind of Christ to access wisdom from above. The information we gather and the spiritual mapping we do can assist us in diagnosing areas and centers of darkness, but the effective strategies of prayer will come to a prophetic people who understand and value hearing a live rhema word of the Lord. Action must go with our prayer. God will raise up kingdom and product God will raise up kingdom productions of movies, dramas, music, and fashion. Our greatest effectiveness against the darkness prevalent on this mountain of celebration will be turning on the light. The spirit of Elijah now coming upon God's sons and daughters will result in anointed products that will displace the darkness from the top of this mountain. The Lord will be opening doors for divine connection between fellow Elijah revolutionaries. Some will have finances. Some will have artistic talent. Some will be anointed for management. Some will have production anointing. All will be singularly focused on God's glory expanding across the earth. The Celebration Mountain is all about God becoming more famous. Current status quo Christians can't do much on this mountain because they repetitively fall to Jezebel and Hivites as they attempt to climb. It will require Elijah revolutionaries to go after their mountain, prophetic, radical, uncompromising, holy children of the king whose primary interest in God is in God and receiving more of the glory due to his name. And that is our lesson for today. I'm going on mute. Anybody else got anything? It just explains a lot on how they have the new um, artists that are, you know, you know, we always know that fashion is artist-driven and how now the new artists are so, you know, they have the girls acting a certain way, and they have the guys dressed in a certain way. And now the little kids, uh, ask Morgan. I don't know if Morgan ever showed you the video. There's a video of um, these two little kids. And this is why, uh, you know, I look at my son and I'm like, Lord, okay, let me just hold on to him a little while longer. 
um, they were like maybe five, six, and the, you could tell listening to the parent in the background who was videotaping this, but they were young. They had to be maybe in their maybe teens, 20s or whatever. The little girl started dancing provocatively. She's only like five or six now, mind you. You know, and she's dropping it like it's hot and everything. And then this little boy behind her is making it rain with money. And whoever is videotaping it is laughing and, like, egging them on. And I was just like, wow, that's, 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 that's what we do now. And I, you know, and I'm like, do they even know the ABC? You know, we, they put so, oh, and for you to say it's a prophecy, it's scary. It's scary because the, the what's out there, what's being prophesied, is being illiterate, that boys can no longer be boys, and girls are stronger than men. And the men just need to be put to pasture. And if that prophecy comes to light, we are totally out of order. And the church is not is not showing up and showing out like it used to. It's it's just there. It's just not, and it's not countering it. And for us to, and for you to say, and for it to read and say, we're supposed to be showing a different way, and we're not. We're starting to dress like the world too, you know. And it's just like wow. Then who's supposed to lead? Huh? Good question. But nobody can give an answer. So, I'm going to shut up now. Anybody else? three times. All righty. It was prayer time, people. Who wants to go first? Okay, I'll put my head on chopping block. Okie doke. All right, Father God. Randall, go see, she'll go see, she'll go see, she'll go see, she'll go Randall, go Randall, go Randall, go Randall, Yoroko 
So that she will hear clearly from you, Father. Mm. And Father, the difference between the voices, so she will know your voice, her voice, and the enemy's voice, Lord. She needs to distinguish between the three so she can clearly hear from you. Because the decisions she will be making are important. Now, this is what you need to definitely be quite sure about is in your decision making process just because of familiarity. See the enemy will work with familiarity. Uh-huh. You, you know, because you're used to it or this is where you and I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I'm mm-hmm. saying that be your leading motivating factor. Cause recognize how the enemy works. He studies you. God knows you. The enemy studies you. Uh huh. So he knows if I do this, you'll react like this. If I do this, you'll react because he's been studying your habits and this and other. So he will use those familiar things to to disguise God's word. See, that's that's the um that's the truth mixed with a lie, deception. He he sees what God's doing. He sees so he's gonna just try to disguise and take some of what God said and mix it with his lie to get you off path. He's gonna uh-huh. do it with familiarity. So that's why I, you you really need to be clear. And even even when you're feeling something weighing on you, you might even begin to fast. Now, when I'm saying you might begin to fast again, God. Do I need to fast? Lord, if so, what type of fast do I need to do? All of this, make sure, like Pam right now, every time you turn around, let me pray first, because she's dealing with a family. Let me let me pray. Uh-huh. This is what you need to be right now, because these decisions are, gonna, are, are very important that you will be making. Uh-huh. And if you just run out there from what you know, what you are, uh, it's like this. Everything you know, Throw it out, and I'm and I mean it in this aspect. It's like you throw it all out, and you start new. Okay, God, what do I do? And He will begin. He will bring back to you what is of Him. What is not mm-hmm. of Him will stay there. So that's what I mean, because especially because because if you keep what you got, you'll you'll run off of familiarity, and that that's going to lead you down the wrong path. So. Take more if if it's from God and because of the weight of these decisions, 
they're not minor, you'll be able to take your time. Mm-hmm. You, you'll be able to have your Gideon moments with the fleece. You'll be able to do all of that. And you'll be able to discern what is of God and what is not of God. What is the devil trying to do? What are your emotions trying to do? Uh-huh. So be cautious. Go back. God is not going to get mad at you coming back to him again and again and again to clarify. See, right now we're not talking about fear. That's the difference. Right now we're talking about clarity. Mm-hmm. So, okay, God, I want to be clear. God, I want to be clear. God, help me, show me, just to make sure. Then when he, then once you're sure, then step out. Because the enemy's coming to disguise and deceive you so that you'll be off track. Okay. Amen. Amen. I received that, and uh, this may be one level of it that I had caught on to for a while. Well, I don't say for like the last couple of months. Uh, for some of the people I've known for a lifetime, for some people I've known for quite a while, for some people I've known for a short time. And... um. The crazy part about it is I can go and say hello to somebody and they may have a it may have a torrid past or done a lot in their past. And the first thing one of the people that I've known for a long time would say, Oh, well you know, they did this, that and the other. I said, Okay. I said, Now by chance, um, do we give them a chance to see if they change? Well, I said, but, you know, here goes something. I've known you a whole lot longer than I've known this person right here. I know some things that you've done have I held it against you. And usually when I say that, when I ask people that question, they get real quiet. But, you know, that's a that's one thing I think that's uh, familiar that a lot of people would do. And they think it's a safeguard for themselves and it's not. Because if that's something that was back from your old self and you're a new creature, you, you're the first one that has to let it go. And when the ones that want to hit that nerve, you got to be able to be strong enough to say, hey, look, that was back then, and I'm not of that, so I'm not going to even entertain you with a conversation about it. But um, as you told me a couple of days ago, I'm in the wilderness, and I'm in the wilderness so I can see the lion, tigers, and bears that's coming after me. But then, too, they're still God's creation, so I have to do my part on what he wants me to do. So out of that, I have to stay prayerful. Because when they get ready to come and pounce, snarl, grab, I'm standing on God's word. I'm not, I'm not standing on the reaction of what they're looking for me to do. Am I in the neighborhood or am I still just feeling around? Is that a question? Yeah. No, that sounds like you. Yeah, you sound like you're pretty much you know getting an understanding. Yeah. 
because I see some stuff going on right now, and I'm glad that God gave me the ability to keep me focused and also to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) Because I see some things going on and some people think I don't see, but I do see. But it's not for me to react nor to say right now. But when it comes down to those decisions, these are going to be the same people that's going to try to come up with things for the people that God sends to come help me to try to tear them down and try to tear down my decision due to things that were supposed to have been let go of a long time ago. And for this weekend, I'll be around a heavier a heavy attack mm. when I go for this funeral on Saturday because it's going to be a whole bunch of folks. They uh, they worship their they worship their material things mm-hmm. where they claim it to be something else, but in the meantime. They're not catching on to it. So I guess God's trying to keep me quiet enough until he gets ready to bring me out of this wilderness and then for me to let them know all of this that you worship, okay, you got it. You're seeing it here. You can put your hands on it. But in the meantime, for how you acquire it, you still got to answer. Because when... You looked at it as being an abundance and a blessing. Did you treat it as much? And then, or did you treat it like, okay, well, in order for, for me to get more, I need to do, I need to do things that's not of God's way in order to obtain it and to be seen by others that's around me. For that, and then, too, like I said, with me being in um, the hair business, which is dealing with fashion and all about, well, look at me, I have to get away from that. So if you have to put me in the wilderness in order for me to work myself away, then so be it. That's what I have to do. But I do look to him daily for what my next step should be. And in turn, I have a lot of folks that got a whole bunch of comments and criticism. But then this is a relationship and a walk that I have to do with him because he knows what he shows me. I know what I see. And I have to ask him, am I getting out of it for what he wants me to see to get out of? So out of that, I can't be judgmental on anybody else because I don't know what walk he had put them through. I don't know what he had brought into for what they need to see. I don't know. I can't I can't talk for nobody else but for me. Amen. So I claim that what you say over me and uh my no patience is tap is is tagged on my back. <laughs> and in, in his time he will lift me up and let me shine. And for all the ones, all the backbiters and naysayers and hecklers and all of that they're going to be in awe. But out of that, he gets the glory. He's working through me. 
and that's good for me. I'm going on mute. All righty then. Okay. Um, who's next? You pray for me, I pray for you. I pray for me, I pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here to go, here to go, Ramba, here to go, here to go, here to go, Hundred go say she to 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 go Randa go Sanda Randa go say she to go say she to go say she Randa go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she go Randa go Sanda go Hundred go say she to go say she to go say she to go Randa go Sanda go Randa go Sanda go Randa go hearing that you are being obedient, you are moving, he does want you to move a little fast, but you're not quite ready for it yet. So now, if you're not quite ready for it yet, hmm. Perfect example, what you talked about earlier with the Ubering. That you can't go downtown to do that because it's going to stress you out. Right now, you're comfortable doing the Ubering where you're at, and you're getting to the point you're trusting God to have somebody behind you and, and all of that. So you're growing, learning to trust Him. You're beginning to see fear how it's attached to you, but you're beginning to choose God in spite of. You see all the processes that I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. But sooner or later, he's going to want you to go downtown. I know. I ended up down there now. And, and the thing about it is you rush to do it, let it happen on its own. Mm-hmm. That would be the deal. Because, see, when you rush to do it, then you're going to be in that state of anxiety and and, and you're going to be all that. But when it happens on its own, it's just going to begin to happen. You, you're going to just end up down there. You're Just the things happen, and you're going to recognize, you know, I'm doing this. 
So let him continue to set your pace. Let him continue to, because, see, this is another thing, too, especially with you being in, a, in the leadership and teaching position that you are. He needs to expose and reveal different things. With you walking slow, he can show you the inside, the details, all of those things that are intricate as far as how things function what's really behind and what's really going on. If you just move at a certain point to get from point A to point B, you're going to miss all of that. Mm-hmm. And so now, again, with the Holy Spirit setting the pace, you being in contact with him, he'll begin to teach you all that. Remember I said all other stuff that you're learning, which is beyond you do Ubering? Mm-hmm. So he's beginning to teach you all of that. So, just basically stick with what you're doing. Continue to do it. Trust and believe. Walk accordingly. Don't settle to remain where you're at, but don't jump and try to go forward before your time. That's amen. All right. That wasn't that bad, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was ticking tape. It was, yeah. It was, I thought it was gonna be a big old band aid on here, but it was just a little, a little spreader. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> all righty. Um. All right, Lord. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I want to pray for you, but I'm gonna have to get off. So, um. Uh, we thank you for this man of God, even though he's still giving out right now. I want I feel that to pray for him before I get off the phone, Father. And so let your will be done in his life today, Father God. Let the meditations of his heart be acceptable unto you today. O oh Lord, give him today his daily bread and let it be a double portion for him to be able to rest on tomorrow. For his, your, his version of rest tomorrow so that all that he can accomplish today, let it be more than usual so that he can get that extra hour or two of sleep um, that is so needed so that he his body can um, function so that he's able to uh, work and do all that needs to be done. Father, we thank you that you reveal unto him what he needs to do for nutrition, for support, for him to be able to function. But, Lord, show him how to live for you. Show him how to let you live through him. Help him to live each day instead of maintaining and so, Lord, we just ask that you just continue to watch over him and keep him, keep his mind, soul, and spirit at optimal levels, oh, God. Wherever he's lacking in nutrients, 
wherever he's lacking in um in his bodily functions, oh God, go through and make it a hundred percent. Starting at the head of the ministry, where he's strong or where he's weak, be his strength. Let your word and will be done in his life, as only you can do it. We speak a hedge. We speak his hedge of protection to be reinforced. We speak his armor of his whole body of armor to be smoothed out and doubled and forced with the blood of Yeshua so nothing can penetrate and cause harm for him, his family, his friends, or seven degrees of separation. Lord, we just thank you in advance for your grace and mercy over him and his life. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. 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 But you're not done yet. Who's not done yet? Sam, I made it back just in time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I'm done. I I wanted to pray for him before I got off the phone. Oh, okay. I thought it it was like the end of prayer request because you know (laughs) it's... He's like, all right, y'all, bye. Um, (laughs) You know, he don't wait. Hell, yeah. Anytime. That's why I was like, "Uh uh-uh, you ain't done yet. Oh, that's funny. Y'all have a blessed day. I'll talk to y'all in the morning. All right. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. So I take it that means you're next, huh? Whatever. I don't care. I mean, I, I ain't trying to jump ahead of anyone, but I when I heard, when I heard her praying, I was like, okay, I think she's praying for Sam. I was like, okay, I got to be ready. As soon as she, you know, because as soon as she finished saying amen, I got to be like, oh, I know, hang up. <laughs> You don't let shoot. You barely get the amen out your mouth before you be like, okay, I'm out. I yeah, don't um, know. So I'm like, okay, uh, uh-uh, uh, because you know I need prayer today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and actually, because that's that's why I was, I was on the on the phone with, with uh with one of my brothers. Um, but um, I'm gonna ask you to pray for Yolanda specifically. Cause she has cause she has gone off the deep end. And, you know, at this point, ain't nothing but God going to help her. Uh, and my brother reminded me of something. He said, you know what Ma used to always say, right? I was like, what? You're the oldest. You're supposed to know better. I was like, okay. And, yeah, she did used to say that all the time. So I'm, I'm supposed to know better, and I'm making an effort to do better. Um, so I'm asking you to pray specifically. For my sister, because it's hard on her right now, and she's taking it out on me. Oh, isn't that special? Mm-mm, just pray. <laughs> All right, I'll pray for your sister. Lord, I want to pray for Yolanda. Yeah, 
Mm. So, uh, were you on a reading when I was talking about Tony Dungy? I've 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 been listening, but not like a hundred percent because stuff's been happening. So on the reading when I was talking about Tony Dungy and it was talking about matter of fact, since the book's here, I'll just read that specific portion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, make me get back in this book, huh? As Indianapolis coach, head coach Tony Dungy raised the Super Bowl trophy in 2007, he acknowledged that though he was glad to be on the be the first African American coach to win a Super Bowl, he was more satisfied with something else: that he and Bears coach Lovey Smith were both Christians who were glad to be able to model that the Lord's ways work even in football. Much had been said and written about how different the coaching philosophy of these men was from previous coaching models of success. A good coach was someone who players who would cuss his players out, yell at them, get in their face, and through intense schemes, motivate his men to perform their best. Tony started the practice season by telling his players in an evil, normal voice, men, pay attention, because this is loud as I'm going to get all year. Not only did these men model fruit of the spirit coaching, but Tony had to go through the very public suicide of his son's previous year. The testimony of his life, combined with his coaching style, made him a much greater ambassador for the kingdom of God than a host of TV preachers could. He displayed godliness, and God gave him a platform to prophesy. Better yet, Tony didn't miss his opportunity to testify that it's even a godly way to coach pro football. All believers with sports platform have a ministry. Most haven't recognized it, and most of those who have recognized it only see the opportunity as a platform for the gospel of salvation. If athletes are only able to say, I too have made a decision for Jesus, they miss the point. A champion boxer once was very vocal about being a Christian, even while he was having multiple affairs and marriages. No one on these mountains does anything good, godly, by talking to salvation. I'm sorry. No one on those mountains does any good by only talking of salvation. What we need is those who will model the Lord's way, who understand that we must demonstrate a reality that Pharisees talk. I don't believe this boxer failed just because he had moral issues. He failed because he didn't really know his godly assignment. Now, before I say anything, I'm going to ask you one question. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I read that to you? Obviously, because it has uh, something to do with all the stuff that's going on with me right now. And from what I read, what do you identify with from what I read? That is not enough for me to pray about it, that I need to... um, I can't just talk to talk. I got to walk the walk. Your walking the walk would be more effective than anything that I can pray. Your being an example of God and his word 
will touch your system more than my prayer will. And it's also going to be more challenging for you. And another thing, because it was interesting when I read that, because I started to stop it here about Tony Dungy and his platform of how he rec- how he demonstrated being a godly person, and even in his son's suicide, and that him walking that walk, you know, was 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 how he affected his man. I started to stop it there, but I just kept reading. But when I got down to this last part and it started talking about the box, and I'm going to read this again. A champion boxer once was very vocal about being a Christian, even while he was having multiple affairs and marriages. No one on these mountains does only does any good by only talking of salvation. What we need is those who will model the Lord's way, who understand that we must demonstrate a reality that Pharisees talk. I don't believe this boxer failed just because he had moral issues. He failed because he didn't really know his godly assignment. When I read that, I said, mm, you don't know your godly assignment. Okay. So now, with everything that we've been learning, listening, you've been sucking up, how do you... How do I what? How do you find that out? Um, I have to ask. Ask who? Ask God. How do you ask him? Well, I know I'm supposed to say in the spirit... You know what? Hmm? You know what? What? No, you said you know. I didn't hear what you said. You know what? Oh, I'm supposed I'm supposed to be able to do it in the spirit. How do you do it in the spirit? Well, for me, since I'm not speaking in tongues yet, I'm going to have to pray about it. What if you don't get an answer? What you going to do? I'm going to do what I have to do to not escalate the situation any further than it is, even if that means me stepping back. What does that have to do about your godly assignment? You say, what does that have to do? About your godly assignment. But if I don't know what the assignment is, um, and if I if I pray about it and I don't get some type of answer, because as we say, our time is not is not his time. Um,
I don't know, but I, I, I trust and believe that he's going to lead me to do the right thing because I'm trying. Because I'm asking. All right. I'm just bringing up a... Okay, so you got to trust and believe. Say that again. I said, I am trusting and believing that he's going to, to lead me to do the right thing because I'm trying and because I'm asking. Okay. What if you don't get an ask? Then I'm stepping out on faith. Stepping out to do what? To not escalate the situation. You're going back to the situation that has nothing to do with your godly assignment. That's part of your godly assignment regarding your family, yes. But as far as, far as your destiny, who you are and what you're supposed to be doing, that's the part that you're missing. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, you know, I, I can hear the jet engine flying over my head. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm say this, what Erica told you before. You keep fasting until you get an answer. But now that you're fasting, you know that's one of your questions that you need to present to him while you're fasting. Lord, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? Okay. And you might even need to get you a, begin to get your notebook and a pad so you can write this stuff down. Question that while you're fasting, and since you're reading about fasting, you get a good, you're getting a better understanding of fasting and how it plays an important part. Part. So while you're fasting, these are three questions: Who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? And how can I get out of the way of myself? That's something you need to be communicating with him while you're fasting. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Since you're reading about it, why would you try to communicate with him regarding that while you're fasting as opposed to any other time? I don't remember the, the, the actual wording of it, but you're, um, that you're, you're, you're sound like, like on, a, on a different level. While you're fasting, when when you when you come to him, um, I can't remember exactly how it was put in the book, but you but but that's the gist of it. I mean, you know, you're 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 coming at him almost like from a um, from a, a pure level. Or is pure the wrong pure the wrong word to use? Um, you know, you know about part. You know about part. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Keep reading the book. Keep fasting. Those are three questions that you need to um, discuss with him while you're doing it.
Okay. So your prayer for my sister morphed into your prayer for me. Mm, pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a tendency to do that. Yeah, you do. Amen. Now she said amen real quick. <laughs> amen. Will you change your mind? Mm, amen. Is always, I'm done. But that ain't going to stop you if you got something else. Well, that's true, too. But, yeah, okay. I, I, I just caught that. I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I still need a text. Who else wanted one prayer? Did you call for more prayer? Yes, I did, dear. Mm-hmm. You on a break, huh? Yes, yeah, lunchtime, and I got like 10 minutes. And the machines uh-huh. don't work in McDonald's. They're trying to jack me up. Enter your pin. Oh, was it time to call back in? Um, no. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just switching phones. Oh, I see. Okay. You ready for your prayer? Uh, sure. Okay, look. Yeah, you sound about as excited as me. You know, you just, it's like the box of chocolates. You just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> okay, Forrest. For real. You never know around here. But I take comfort in knowing that it's all love. Oh, that's so... Ah, yeah, yeah. Happy, happy, Hell. joy. Mm-hmm. Woot, woot. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Mm-mm. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Mm-mm. Alrighty, you're the Korumboshi, the Korandi, the Gosashi, the Gosrandrandi, the Gosashi, the Korandi, 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 Okay, Miss Teacher. If mm-hmm. I tell you the word synchronization, what does that mean to you? Synchronization is when two things are done simultaneously in harmony. Same time, same time, same time. In harmony, same accord. So now, what if I were to tell you that that's what God is doing in your life as you're going through your trials and tribulations? Hmm. <laughs> yep. That'd be something. Because the thing is, you, you you're actually seeing that as you're hollering and screaming and cussing and I ain't doing it and it's over with and done and here he comes, you know, showing you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. (sighs) But one thing that you're recognizing is that 
power that you're tapping into that's pulling you through, over, and above everything else through that synchronization. And you're seeing that. And you can't dispute it if you want to. And one thing which is kind of interesting, Pam, you might need to take note, is because of the fact that you recognize that you don't understand who, what, how, when, where, and why, you are disconnecting your head and letting God be God and trusting him. Mm-hmm. Through the pain, through the looking like it's over with, through the rejection, through the I don't believe this happened again, through the Lord you tell me to step out, then they pull a rug from it, through all of that, God shows you, but what about this? Will you still keep moving? What about this over here? Do you see the value you're doing? Then even about this, what about this over here? Do you see that not only do I value you, are valued by others as well? Do you think what I'm having you do is worth it? And you, in spite of yourself, in spite of how you thought it's supposed to be, how you want it to be, higher, this ain't nowhere near close, but I see God. I'm, help me to get out of myself to continue to move in accordance with you as you are using me in ways that I don't even totally understand or conceive. But because you're revealing and this is the proof and the put. When I talked about fruit, you're seeing the fruit off of your tree that others is eating, and that's why you, that's what keeps you going for, because you're seeing the fruit, and you're going, I can't dispute this. So since I'm seeing the manifestation of the fruit that I can't dispute, I would be a fool to turn my back on the gardener. I'd be a fool on my, to turn my back on the one who gave me the seed. I'd be a fool to turn my back on the one who's put me on this path when I see him produce some fruit. So it pains me to step and continue to pull forward, but, Lord, it would pain me worse not to do it at all. That's how you're walking right now, Miss Brown. Brother Brown, what's your name you want to go for? That that that's how you walking, and it's so it, because why well, I say it's pulling you out of here because you know good and doggone well this is not who I wait you you'd have been gone. Hey, but you're learning to see, seek, 
and trust God in ways that are far beyond your understanding. And again, you're seeing a manifestation of the fruit off your tree. So Holy Spirit, just continue to empower, encourage, and bless her so she can finish what you have started in her life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Wow. You know, I'm going to make this short. You know, what's really interesting about what you just said, and I I really was listening to and taking in every single word. And what, what was so interesting about that is, you know, I spent, I'm sorry, guys, hold on. I'm trying to get, hold on. is how I spent, because of, you know, just different things, I spent the majority of my life trying to avoid situations where my heart can be broken because I saw it happen to so many other people. And I was like, mm, I don't want none of that. So I just I just kept myself out of situations where that could possibly happen. And so, of course, you know, you put the wall up, you go through the motions, but, the wall is up, and, you know, it, it It never, I mean, it never really happened because I never really felt before. But with this, with, oof, there's been some real weird stuff happening this last three, three to four weeks, man. And now I'm in a situation where, honestly, I, I probably felt the most sadness or the most, maybe not sadness, but I don't know what word, well, my heart being broken, or felt like it was broken, and frustration and everything that Sam was just talking about, I felt more of that in the last four weeks than I have in almost 44 years on earth because I never I never thought I could make it through it. For some reason, I never thought that I could make it through something like that. And so now what is happening is I'm constantly being placed in situations where I have to function through it. I have to function through it. Like I have to feel this stuff but still function through it and still walk through it and still move, you too, and still move while, you know, I'm feeling like this, while I'm feeling the stress from the school, while I'm feeling like, oh, my God, how am I going to pay my bills? And, you know, these people signed up and they, I'm not pay, I can't pay you this. I mean, all this crazy stuff, like still having to function through it when I never thought I could. And um, I can't tell you how revelatory that is. I can't tell you how empowering it is, and I can't tell you how scary it is <laughs> when you just... Thank you, ma'am, some ketchup. Have a good catch up. Catch up. When... It's like when you know, thank you, you realize that it can't. There's no way that it can be you because you ain't got nothing left. 
What a place, what a place, what a place. That's all. That's all. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Oh, what a place, what a place, what a place, what a mighty, mighty place. <laughs> All right, again, she wants to. No, I was saying that song. That was, what's up with that? Hmm? What group was that to sing that song? You know, what a mighty good man. I just said, what a place. I just substituted the words, that's all. I know, but I was saying, like, what a man, what song, what group was that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, whoever it is, they're going to let them sing it, okay? Oh, oh, oh. So you was trying to set <laughs> up. Hold up. Oh, oh, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. You go ahead and sleep on your in your wilderness. Open the door. Walk right through. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I got you all right. Okay, so uh, who's next? Hey, Sam, pray for the baby. All right, I'll pray. Thank you, sir. Ipavaga <laughs> Randy go say yep 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 father. Yere do go busa da da go ra da ka se do ka da. Yere go say she do go say she do go say andra ka. Yere do busi ka randi do go say she do go say she do go saraga. Yere go sa yes Holy Spirit yere busi do kandra. Thank you Father God. Rush do go say she do go say she do go saraga. Thank you Father God. Rush do go say she do rush do ka sada. Thank you Holy Spirit. Yes she do go say she do go say she do go say she do go saraga. Hayako rombo she do ka sa yere saraga. Amen. 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 Okay. And Marshmallow say pray for it too. Oh, fat cheeks. Tell fat cheeks I say hello. Yeah, squirrel cheeks. <laughs> All righty. I pray for fat cheeks. Randy the Randy Kasishi to go say, she to go say, Father God, continue to move in her life, she to Grandaka, continue to help her to walk, to seek, to move, and to trust you, Lord, continue to reveal to her, Father, the path that you have upon you, 
Continue to help us see you in all and through all as you are manifesting your word in her heart and her life. Continue, Holy Spirit, to teach her how to seek you, to teach her how to trust you, to teach her how to move in accordance with your leadership. Ouch! With the leadership, God. Father God, you do the go to the God. You are the reasons that are good. You are the reason, Father. Help her to understand and to walk in full accordance with such. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Amen. Hello?
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.